Welcome to Style Zephyr, a life and style podcast brought to you by the Alec and Bradley Blind Faith Cigar. Same family, new amazing chapter. Live true at alecbradley.com. And now your host, Kevin Quinn. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of Style Zephyr and that Style Zephyr HD. Hope everyone is trying to have as uh, lovely of a springtime as possible and you're keeping styled with a wonderful cocktail and a highball as well as a nice cigar at the same time. Uh, got a really cool episode today and going to be taking a little bit of a different approach as far as horror style goes. Uh, this is going to be uh, style inspired with faith. Uh, we live in this really dark and confusing world sometimes, and whether you're having some difficulties, be it professional or uh, personal, family, friends, or what have you, health issues, what have you, um, sometimes folks want to try a different approach with things and wanted to explore a brand new idea as far as, uh, again, faith and uh, a belief system and uh, positivity and having warm energy and compassion and uh, love for one another. Uh, a dear friend of mine uh, used to work together, uh, Miss Kenesha Dumas, is going to be my guest on today's Zephyr. Uh, Kenesha is a minister who, uh, through some uh, troubled personal experiences, uh, really found her voice trying to be more complimentary to others and helping them to feel better about themselves. And if there's anything that I've ever known about her and remember about her, it's that she's always got a smile to bring to you. And hopefully that uh, that smile, much like a sneeze, is very, very contagious. Uh, or even a yawn, because, you know, when one person yawns, like five other people in the, in the room always yawn, and you say, knock it off. But she is wonderful. She's always smiling. She's always glowing. And she sheds some light on, uh, like I said, some of those personal experiences that she had. Uh, talks about some career advice and input that she got as far as for... Uh, you know, presenting yourself, uh, your apparel and your attitude uh, to represent yourself in a career-wise, uh, and also gives uh, some ideas and some suggestions for someone to reach out to if you feel that faith is something that you want to do to um, explore about yourself or explore the ideas and, um, you know, readings about. So she has uh, quite a bit to talk about. I uh, loved chatting with her a few times, and uh, I'm glad that we were finally able to catch up after, uh, like I said, having worked together a few years ago. All that and more. Thank you once again for tuning in. Like I said, this is going to be available, of course, not only on the Zephyr, but as well as in uh, Style Zephyr HD in the Nickelodeon page. We're going to jump right on into things. Thank you again, and stay tuned. Hi. I'm Chiara and I'm the founder of Chiara, C for Charlie, I-I-A-R-A. We are an exciting new label for women, inspired by dance and making a difference to women around the world. More than just a fashion label, we're also a blog, a voice and a community of empowered women. Designed by me in Australia, each garment purchase makes an impact. We currently work with Blue Dragon Children's Foundation in Hanoi to rescue and support sex trafficking victims. To find out more and share our journey, Go to our website, www.kiara.com.au or social media, Kiara Dance on Facebook and at kiara.dance on Instagram. Proudly paired with Style Zephyr. Admit it, you've fallen into the Pinterest wormhole so many times, it's not even funny. Okay, it's a little funny. Those fail photos couldn't have been further from the original. But your next project doesn't have to be a fail. 
a DIY Vinci we curate kits for you with step-by-step -step instructions and video tutorials. Or if you're just looking for art supplies or even home decor, we've got that too. Discover what you could DIY at www.diyvinci.com. Your masterpiece starts here. What's going on, folks? This is your old buddy Kevin coming to you once again with a new episode of Style Zephyr and Style Zephyr HD. Happy pandemic, I guess. Uh, we're all under quarantine, and uh, Lord knows we can all use a little bit of uh, positive vibes and positive energy. And I have got a uh, an old friend, an associate, uh, <laughs> somebody who uh, used to work with, who is just a hard worker, but also a very good person and a wonderful soul. My friend, Miss Kanisha Dumas. Kanisha, thank you so much, and welcome aboard the Zephyr. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Not a problem. Uh, as long as you don't have too high expectations, just mediocre and lukewarm, you know, no big deal. We might have to say a prayer before we start this. But um, <laughs> that is something that I know you for. You're a very, uh, you know, faith-based person, um, very involved with church, very in involved with the gospel and the prayer and so on. And uh, like I said, in this world, we kind of need that, and especially when it comes down to an individual and how it influences their style. But to kind of get a little bit of a foundation for, I guess, you know, who you are, uh, introduce yourself, uh, where do you come from, and uh, your career. Hey. Hi, everyone uh, listening. <laughs> My name is Kenesha Dumas. I'm from Chicago, born and raised in Chicago. Um, actually, uh, I just turned 30, so I'm still, <laughs> I'm no spring chicken, but yeah. <laughs> um, and so... Uh, like Kevin was saying, we met uh, just from a work relationship, but I've worked in uh, politics mostly and uh, working for politicians and um, also being an administrative assistant. So that's most of where my career has been. But um, I'm also a minister, a young minister of the gospel of Christ. I'm a Christian. And um, and so that's one thing that I, I wholeheartedly believe in, just spreading the love and spreading the gospel of God. And so, uh, yeah, I would say that that's part of my career and my purpose here. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, wonderful. Um, and again, it's, there are going to be people that will have their different worldviews and belief systems or lack thereof. But um, at the end of the day, in conversations that I've had with other people, I just think it's important to have a system of belief in something, whether it's luck or a, a divine power, what have you. So that does have its own style to it. What kind of got you inspired into that? What because as, like I said, you, I know you for that, but also just you, you don't stop with positivity. Mm -hmm. And like I said, like a lot of people need that. You've made videos during quarantine and so on. Um, what started your inspiration with being more faith-based? Well, what started my inspiration? Well, first I was raised in church. Uh, my family is most, mostly goes to church. Most, some of my family. And um, so I was raised in the church. Um, I've always had, a, a love for God and a love for the things of God, and uh, then as I got as I got older, like I kind of drifted away from it. And uh, but then as I started having my own challenges, I started experiencing God on my own, and so that really helped me to really um, even strengthen my relationship with God. And so I went through my own problems. So it wasn't just something. Whereas while while I was growing up, it was more so what I I was learn, you know, what I was taught by my grandmother and my mom and everything. But as I got older. Um, I just really experienced God for myself. I had uh, went through some things, and then I know that it was God like who brought me out of these situations because I'm like, I don't know, even know how I came from there or I got out of there. And I, I just remember remember calling on God, and then I know that, like, 
he came to rescue me. And so um, I wholeheartedly believe that. And like you spoke about, uh, people have different faiths or in, in everything like that. But I do believe that even in this time of the pandemic, it's um, essential for us to, uh, you know, believe um, whether you believe, you know, in God or whether you believe in a high, some people say higher being or, or something like that. But I truly believe that this is a time where God still has us protected and uh, he still wants us to uh, spread his love and everything. So, yeah, I started uh, very young. I became a minister when I was like uh, 24 and a, a licensed minister. So I went through the training, went through the classes. Um, that, and then I always had a, a passion for people. I'm a people person. I love to talk. I love to meet new people of all backgrounds. And um, and this was something that I just, I have a desire and a passion for and really spreading truth and spreading the love of God. So, yeah. And even right now, um, one of the bigger things that I kind of, because we all started, all the media people kind of started doing their own thing, whether it was, out of we just do it because it's scheduled it's a thing that we do um i have a few projects in the works but also you did a few lives and you do your own yeah. seminars and webinars um what does that consist of and how did that kind of start up was that out of necessity or just because that was like for ministry wise well actually so uh i, I started uh, being single while being quarantined <laughs> um on facebook and you know what one day i was just on facebook and i was like um because i am single um, I, the last time I was in a relationship was last year, um, and that relationship lasted for about a year. But the reason why I started this is because I know that this is a time where uh, some people may feel alone. That's what that's what was really weighing heavy on me. Like some people who really yearn for that uh, companionship and relationship and things like that. And then because we are um, on a lockdown per se, I have to stay in the house a lot of things are going to be heightened now. So you're doing a lot of self-awareness, self-observation and things like that. So I started uh, being single while being quarantined. I started off just by giving a few pointers of what I'm doing during this time as a single person uh, to, to love myself more and to know myself better. And um, I got a lot of uh, great feedback from it. Um, so I just decided to keep going with it. People wanted to know more. They wanted, a lot of people are going through that right now, whether it was, um, just getting out of relationships, wanting to be in relationships. And so the main objective of it is, is basically just to teach people uh, and give people pointers. I'm not a relationship expert, never claimed to be, but I did want to give people pointers from my own experience and just basically how to love themselves to even be a better person so that they can be a, you know, a good fit and a whole person when it is time to be in a relationship. Being single is not a bad thing. And so I wanted to stress that. And I wanted to stress that even in this time, it's a, a good time to really get to know yourself, get to know what you like, get to know what you love, you know, love yourself more. Some people have a very hard time with that. I speak about forgiveness. I speak about um, doors that may have been opened in our childhood that, you know, may have caused us to uh, make some bad decisions and how to come away from that. Um, so, yeah, that's a it's, a, it's just, like I said, it's a passion of mine to spread love and then to spread posit positivity, like you were saying. And most of the time, it's things that I've already went through or things that I'm going through right now. So, And that's an, a really kind of a funny thing, even for like my family, because we might joke about it's spring cleaning, time to clean out the garage or time to clean out the closet, time to clean out what have you. Um, cleaning out like the family's basement, I'm seeing things that, you know, have been in the family's basement for like since 1967 or 1973, whatever. Um, there's a bottle of bourbon in there from Jim Beam from like 1972. And 
at the same time as finding out these things about like your home or like your wardrobe, like there's a shirt I haven't worn, or I mean, I'm never going to donate any of my suits, but the same thing, like you can, you experience something new with your own environment. It's the same time to kind of like look inward and seeing something about yourself. Like these things that I never would have thought, you know, I went out and pitched a tent and waterproof the rain fly because it was like, wow, I've only put this on hold for like eight months or here's something I haven't done for how long. And especially if you're a person who might be having, if it's spiritual issues, Mm -hmm. if it's emotional, what have you, Mm -hmm. like I said, you've been that spark and I I'll go to your timeline and you're like, Mm -hmm. today's a great day. (laughs) Like today's awesome. Like my, you know, or if it's like an outfit or your hair and you're like, what do you guys think? (laughs) And it's, it might be like, you know, not the wrong way to take this, but like it might be surface level, but it's something and you're always smiling. Yeah. That actually means a lot to me because, um, it, it just means a lot to me when people come to me and be like, Oh, you know, I, uh, you all, you're always positive or you're always smiling to someone else. That's probably very small, but to me it's very big because I went through even in my uh, childhood to like my, my teenage years of being a very mean and angry person. So I really, um, until one day, I think I was walking down the street and someone was like, you're too pretty to be looking so mean or so hard looking. And um, and then I, I really noticed, like, yeah, I do look mean all the time. So I purposed <laughs> purpose in my heart that I wanted to be a pleasant person. I said I wanted to be a nice person. I want when people see me, I want uh, to be that smile or be that light, you know. And um, so I, I purposed in my heart to uh, be that. And I, and I even asked God to, like, change some of my ways, uh, my bad attitude and uh <laughs> my uh hard face all the time and just be you know a pleasant face for for people to see so that's very big to me when people receive that from me and it's very genuine and authentic so it's not anything that i'm like oh faking or i gotta put on a face for but i actually did have to purpose in my heart to be this way so that means a lot thank you absolutely well you know you from what i knew you from at that previous company it's like uh it's like harry potter the company that must not be named um (laughs) You're you're a lot nicer than you were when you were there. So something is working. <laughs> no, you're already all right. Um, or to also make you kind of a destination or a resource for someone else who maybe they not they don't know how to ask questions or they don't know how to bring it from themselves. Um, is there anywhere you might recommend going or anyone to reach out to? Whether it's kind of taking it that next level from prayer, but if it's a church wise, if it's an individual, if it's a person, who might you recommend someone might reach out to for consolation or for direction or inspiration? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, if you don't have like a church home, if some if someone doesn't have a church home or if they don't have people um, in their families or close friends who, who are spiritual or who may have a relationship with God, um, like you said, uh, People use social media. It can be used as negative, but then it also can be used as positive because you can see people on there, and even if you don't know them directly. And this is what I have learned during this time of the pandemic and the lockdown and everything. I've learned that it is okay to talk to people that you do not know on social media. This has become the norm now. It's like you probably have someone on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram who you uh, speak to maybe on a regular on social media, but you've never met them in real life, right? And so it's okay. It's the norm now for 
someone to reach out to someone that you may see of inspiration or maybe they inspired you or motivated you to do something it is okay to reach out to that person even on social media and ask them uh tips and pointers so i've had a lot of people come to me that do not know me and i've been available and open for that i've always said even on my videos i'm available and open for questions and um you know if i can help in any way or i can uh, direct you to somebody that can help we have a lot of leaders in our church and so um I have directed some people to them. And even if it's not church, uh, YouTube, like you can YouTube things now. That's the power of social media. Like that's just the power of this media world. And then you can YouTube or listen to podcasts. Um, there's a lot of uh, spiritual and faith-based uh, people on podcasts and everything like that. And that if you're not used to like going to the Bible yourself or used to, you know, talking to God on your own, there are people that you can uh, reach out to through the power of social media. So, and that's an okay thing to do. Nice. And that's another thing, even right now in this day and age, like social media and digital information and the conveyance of it and of that information, it's everywhere. You can go yeah. to mass on a webinar. Now you can go yeah. to, you know, whether it's ministry, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Holy name cathedral, wherever it is. I think, um, there was just an Andre Pacelli was doing a, uh, um, it wasn't at the Vatican, but Andre Bocelli was just doing a you know social distancing. He was doing a, a solo, and he's a gorgeous voice, and you know especially in the cathedral, it's amazing. Um, all of these things are available to us now. Well, Kenesha, we got to take a quick break, okay. folks. This is my friend, wonderful lady, Miss Kenesha Dumas. I'm uh, going to be uh, following up with you really, really quick. We take a quick one after this. Stay tuned. We live in a big world with very hectic lives, experiencing moments that capture what makes life wonderful reminds us to slow down sometimes. Born from a moment of happiness and magic comes the Magic Toast from Alec Bradley, a beautiful dark Honduran wrapper with Honduran and Nicaraguan binders and fillers. Magic Toast brings coffee, earth and pepper to your palate. A medium to full-bodied cigar in a variety of sizes and 20 to a box. Allow the family at Alec Bradley to introduce a new experience to bring together your loved ones with flavor, aroma, and a magical night where we toast to health and happiness. Live true with Alec Bradley. Find more information on cigars, products, and family favorites at alecbradley.com. Proudly paired with Style Zephyr true to you. Are you looking for a vintage flair for your home, closet, wardrobe, or even toy collection or jewelry box? Come home to great value at Affordable Antiques and More. With 25 years experience, the award-winning store boasts 11,000 square feet of vintage furnishings, DIY, and wedding supplies. Find them on Facebook and Instagram with affordable shipping available. Call today at 630-505-1463 or stop by at 1508 North Naper Boulevard in Naperville. Don't forget to say hello to Shaggy. Affordable antiques and more, proudly paired with Style Zephyr to be true to you. We are back. Thank you all again so much for being with us today. Uh, this is Style Zephyr and Style Zephyr HD with the 
wonderful, uh, talented, charismatic, and uh, whatever. Uh, Kenesha Dumas, <laughs> thank you so much, my friend. I'm like, for... oh, keep going, keep going. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I got to light a candle, something nice to smell or something to look at for a little while besides yourself just to get the, you know, the ribosomes and the chromosomes pumping a little bit more lucidly. We're talking uh, faith-based style. And uh, I have a couple projects in the uh, pipeline that I've told Kanisha about. She's given me some awesome feedback. Um, so again, as far as for faith-based goes, if someone might be struggling and I guess kind of like looking for that direction, someone to kind of go to, um, just to hit it again before we move on to one more one more thing, they can look to you. Are there? How about the ministries? Is there anyone else or any other resources as well too they can look at? Or again, webinars. Yes, there are uh, so many ministries, even in Chicago, on social media. Um, I attend Greater Works Ministries International, so we are on uh, Facebook. We're on all of social medias, and um, we go, my apostle and other leaders uh, go live pretty often and even have prayer. We do prayer live and everything like that on uh, on social medias, on all the different social media outlets, and then... um, there are there's an apostle john eckhart uh his ministry is very big and a, a good ministry to follow bill winston ministries so um these are ministries who i know are out in the open doing uh social media broadcastings and uh doing lives and having prayer if anybody needs prayer i know um uh, even john eckhart they were doing prayer for like 24 hours of the day different people praying and so um for some people who may be fearful or scared or, or looking for answers don't know uh what's going on in the world uh we want to hear something um what should we look forward to things like that i know there's a lot of people right now uh going through that and so uh yeah you can look uh, to facebook instagram twitter you can look all these uh, ministries up and then um also like i said if you just see someone who maybe may inspire you you can reach out to them in um inbox i am one of the ones who is available as well Gotcha. Yeah, and that's another thing, too. Like I said, as far as for social media and kind of seeing what you put out there, um, your posters, your graphics, and that company that you keep, uh, they just seem like wonderful people. And um, if you go to somebody and you just, whether you need to talk to somebody or if you need someone, you know, some insight, um, Mm -hmm. some consolation, you know, understanding and compassion, and that's really a lot of what the world needs today. Um, So, Kenesha, thank you for all that. Um, Again, one of the things that I've kind of noticed from you um, and a lot of like your little, your pictures from social media and whatnot. Um, I always dug your style. <laughs> uh-huh. and we've, we've talked fashion before and it's one of those conversations that you can never really, it never really gets old because there's, oh. yeah, like there's nothing like what's kind of vintage can come back. And, mm-hmm. um, I was just watching a, um, there was a conference, a few gentlemen from the UK who make uh, men's clothes. And they said that as far as for men's sartorial style, what's older can come back. Maybe guys kind of have a leeway like that. What started to inspire you and when did you kind of pay more attention to how, what you liked and how you wore it? And cause I see your videos and you're out there <laughs> and you're, you're out there. When did you catch that bug? Okay. Well, yeah. Um, even like you were just saying about things coming back around, uh, just style, it never, it never gets old. The conversations never get old. Fashion never gets old because things always come back around full circle, right? And so it's like things that you probably liked a few years ago, and it's like, oh, I can't wear that anymore, do that anymore, and it, it comes back. That's one of the things I like. This is why math is such a favorite subject of mine because it's like across 
the nations across the land of map, everybody is like learning basically the same uh, basic things and everything like that. So it's universal. I love things that's universal. I love music because it's universal. I love uh, sports because it's universal. And so I feel like fashion and style, that's, it's the universal thing. And so um, what started me in it is um, I've always loved to dress quote-unquote dress whatever anybody may think that means to them that's what it meant to me i i love clothes uh, uh buying new things putting things together but it really started for me when um i graduated uh i was graduating high school right so i always said i was someone who knew how to dress like and basically knowing how to dress is knowing how to put things together to look nice Sure. That's knowing how to dress right in, in somebody's eyes. And so I feel like I know how to put things together. And then uh, some people think that knowing how to dress or having style is wearing name brand things. So this is where I was at first in my in my adolescence. I was, oh, if, it's na- if it has a name on it, then it's pretty good to wear. And so I started a, a, an internship when I was 18. This was my first, like, real job. I had did summer jobs at the school and things like that. I had uh, worked for McDonald's and things. But this was a, a business. It was a it was a big business, and, and it was, um, it's actually still around today, but shall remain nameless. <laughs> but I did an internship there, and um, they put all of the interns, it was like, 20 interns maybe they put all of us in different departments so they were putting like people in the it department and the procurement department it was just uh like five ago here five ago there they picked me i was the only intern who was going to be an assistant to the ceo of the whole company right look at you i didn't right i'm not <laughs> it, back then i'm not thinking anything other but as I got older, I'm like, it, it really shaped me and prepared me even for the real world once I, you know, got grown. But, um, so they picked me. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm just, you know, working for the CEO. So they were behind these big wooden doors. And I used to remember everybody like, oh, my God, that is such a, like, it's so pristine behind there. Like, these wooden doors, nobody was allowed back there but the people who were meeting with the CEO, who were coming to board meetings and things like that. So it was, it was kind of a big deal, right? And I'm 18, I'm experiencing all this new life. And so I was wearing my jeans and my gym, you know, my Nikes to work and everything like that. I'm thinking I look pretty fly, putting things together with the name brands and everything like that. But here I am working, I'm interning at this company and all these people behind these wooden doors are wearing suits. Uh, even the women, they're wearing suits, heels, men, you know, but I didn't have anything like that in my wardrobe. I was 18, you know, I'm young, I'm from, um, you know, the, uh, of course, the urban community, and so I'm used to wearing jeans, Jordans, Nikes, this is what I'm used to wearing. So that's what I'm wearing to work, all these colors and everything, right? And so one day, the vice president, it was this, um, she was a white woman, her, uh, and this lady, I looked up to this lady so because of how she carried herself, right? The way that she dressed. And back then, I didn't know what red bottoms were or anything like that. But this woman, she had it together. And people were, like, um, intimidated by her because she, she was a strong woman. And she was so slim. Like, she looked like a model. Even her daughters came. They looked like models. I'm like, I love them. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> and so I was, I was admiring her. And she pulled me to the side one day, just me and her. She pulled me into the boardroom, and she said, hey. Um, she said, I understand, you know, you're young. She said, but I do want you to understand, um, basically the weight of, that you hold here. And she said, you are the face that people see before they, 
they go into meetings with the CEO. She said, you are the one that they talk to, you're the one that they come to see. And she said, so I want you to understand how important it is to change the way that you dress. She said, I'm not trying to offend you or anything, but I, I wasn't even offended. I'm just like, wow. For the simple fact that she pulled me to the side to even express this to me, she said, where you work, you know, and it, it really showed me that in the business, in the business arena, like it matters how you dress and, and how people see you, especially if you're that first face. Mm-hmm. So that right there changed my whole identity and style and fashion, right? Because it, it gave me a different outlook on things. It made me want to go from the jeans, the gym shoes, the name brands to actually paying attention to how I put things together as far as the business uh, place. And so that right there is when I knew that we should have attire for every situation in our closet. Uh, We should have attire for the park, attire for when you're going out with friends, attire for church, attire for funeral and and business uh, attire when you're going into work, things like that. Yeah, I believe wholeheartedly in you should not be dressed for the park if you're going to a business meeting, right? Right. Totally different. And so I learned that very early on, and it sparked a passion and a light in me just from that one woman, (laughs) that one woman who hardly even knew me, but she took the time to even express that to me um, when I was 18 years old. Yeah, and and it's it's one of those things where, you know, when you – talk to a company's management or if you're talking to HR and um, we were taught at a certain company that, you know, a mutual history at um, and other companies where certain people, if it's a matter of what you say and the matter of how you physically present yourself, um, that all holds weight. And especially at a younger age, it's probably one of the best pieces of advice that I ever got was the younger you are, start saving for your retirement. But the same thing, is for your physical appearance, that nonverbal. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that, that was probably like one of the first things that we talked about on the podcast, you know, a couple of years ago now. And, wow. um, but yeah, like it shapes that. And probably, I, pro- I think one of my biggest pet peeves is I used to have it with guys who would, would shop with me. Um, I need a pair of shoes that I can wear with jeans and I can wear with my suit. And it was like, <laughs> I get it, but mm-hmm. kind of a faux pas. Yeah. Like, no. can't really do it. And uh, probably shouldn't say this, especially since it's Easter, but I said, and I've, I've told friends where I'm like, is it bad where I go to Christmas Eve and uh, mass and I kind of want to be the best dressed guy in the church? Like, <laughs> you know, like, is that a bad thing? Like this, like, I don't, I, should I wear to church what I w- might wear to like a night at the theater or whatever, like, which probably because I look pretty darn good. But, yeah. um, well, do you, do you have any favorite designers or is it all just, you know, Dumas by Kenesha? Is it? Um, you know what? I don't have any particular favorite designers. I like uh, because I wholeheartedly believe even because some people may say, oh, the higher the design, you know, the more the cost. And the, and that's why a lot of people are like, I'm not into everything like that because they feel that everything has to have a, a price on it or it has to be expensive. Me, I love to look and to feel good. So in with me, I don't care how much I will pay, you know, for a suit or how much I will pay for some shoes like that, because I, I like how I look. If I like how I look, then I'm going to pay for it, you know, especially quality. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay for it. But some people are like, um, no, it's, it's so expensive to want to dress nice and things like that. So I wholeheartedly believe that I don't care if you get the outfit from uh, Forever 21 Discovery or whoever the designer is. 
you have to know how to rock it. So I don't care. I can have on something that the whole outfit probably was $20, but it's going to look like it was 2000 because of how I'm presenting it. And so um, I don't have any favorites um, at the moment. Um, I just... I'm really into just really looking nice, feeling nice, and uh, putting things together. And that's, in Kanisha, that's what's called you wearing the outfit and the outfit not wearing you. And it's also the matter of, and that's like when we get into suit talk, it's mm-hmm. the difference between what you're wearing and who you're wearing. If you yeah. want to, uh, I've talked with guys about this and eventually ladies uh, with consultations. It's if you just want to wear what you want to wear and do it because that's what custom is all about but it's also a matter of allowing me to express to you what it is that you're going to be wearing because it might be expensive to dress nice or wear the you know wear the labels but again that's the difference between wearing the label and understanding well it's it's the fabric it's the liner it's the build and so on i can go on a tangent with that but so <laughs> so would you say then that as a working as a working lady and you know you're thinking career and so on would you say that that's probably would you reverb that same advice to other people or have you molded it yourself so far well i would uh yeah definitely give that advice to other people i, I already i've already started that but, um when i was a teenager i had a real big and this is where um fashion came into play for me as well um i had very low self-esteem mm. i didn't like being dark complexion i did not like having thick hair it was just a lot of things that made me uh, just not like myself and so um and some people some people go through this and they say oh well we can buy clothes uh you probably never heard this saying that <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're not the most attractive person in, in the world as long as you look good like your clothes look good oh. then you're in. <laughs> no but uh <laughs> well yeah. not, not no that i haven't heard it but it's no because uh as i my my motto with my face is this is the delay this is the result of delayed puberty and cosmetic surgery so i it's not that no i haven't heard it it's just that no i haven't heard it audibly audibly okay people are like oh like you look like your dad first thing i do is go for the top of my hair to make sure everything is still there um (laughs) that my brother and i look nothing alike and uh yeah so yeah that's it's a big thing and so I I didn't want to just be a person who just looked good on the outside but felt terrible about myself on the inside. And so uh, the first thing I did was really build my confidence. And the way that I started doing that was giving people compliments, believe it or not. Giving people compliments helped me boost my confidence so much because when you don't feel good about yourself, it's hard to make other people feel good about themselves. So it's hard to give people a compliment. It's hard to compliment someone because you don't feel so good about your your own self. And so that boosted my confidence to now like that is a that is my lifestyle. I can look at someone and literally give them a compliment about anything and it's genuine because I really had to practice that to get over low self-esteem. And so um what I wanted to do was build myself up on the in, inside so that I can feel good on the inside as well as look good on the outside. And so that's a lot of things why I instill even uh, young girls or women or even men with uh, who who battle with low self-esteem, like really building them up on the inside so they can feel and look good on the outside. And then sometimes they say there's a saying too that's like, if you look good on the outside, then you can feel good on the inside. So that may work for uh, some people. So, uh, yeah, I definitely try to uh, instill that uh 
and everything with people. That's that's my fix right now. Knowing that I cut my own hair for quarantine, and because uh, like my family will you see. Good job. I'm sorry. You did a good job. Thank your you. Hair. Thank you. I think tomorrow is already a touch up. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna spoil myself. That's the problem. I'm gonna go from a haircut every three to four weeks to like every five or six days. Be like, mm, I could touch this up. Like I could shorten this. Like I could clip this. Yeah. And then it's like you know, even even like right now, like with quarantine, it's it's like okay, give yourself some. You know, feed yourself some. You let your brain work. You know, light light a nice candle for the smell. Eat a good meal. Listen to some good music. Um, and I'll wear like a shirt and a sweater or what have you because I'm going to do a video blog and um, naturally I have to wear something for it. So, you know, folks might see me on a, a Zoom call or a Skype call or a Facebook, whatever, and they'll say, like, what are you dressed up for? And it's like, well, number one, I, I don't consider this dressed up to begin dressed with. <laughs> but also, it's the, it's that mental, it's where it puts you. Um, Tom Ford is one of my favorite designers and he says that one of the things that he does when he feels down or depressed is he puts on a suit and even okay. though it might be false, it still puts him into that work zone and the creativity might flow a little bit more or it might give him that little bit of an extra zen yeah. to get something done. Yes. Which is, you know, we all need that, especially right now. <laughs> it's good zen and as much toilet paper as possible. Uh, <laughs> Tanisha, we're going to be winding this down a little bit. Uh, okay. I'll give you the last word, so to speak. What would mm -hmm. you want to kind of leave folks with and what's going on in your life? Okay. Well, I want to leave, what I would want to leave people with is just, uh, even during this time with during quarantine, just really to trust God, to know that we're all going to get through this. We're all going to get outside again. <laughs> the norm, uh, the new norm may not be like the old one, but there is still, um, there is still a newness about it and, 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 you know, it can still be a good thing. It can still be a harvest. It can still be great, you know? And so that's what I've been doing, just basically trying to find all the positivity and everything that's going on and not really looking at the negative. So use this time to be creative. Use this time to uh, find new ideas, find what you love, what you like, what you like to wear, how you like to look, how you like to feel. And then use that too when you be once you build yourself up, use it to build someone else up as well and, and spread that love and that positivity and that feeling good so somebody else can feel good too. Fantastic. I'm feeling pretty good right now too. It might be the V8 because it's a full serving of, of uh, fruits and vegetables. With it's Sorry, I just, killed, I just killed your total genuine, sincere buzz right there. But Kenesha, thank you so much. Uh, you are wonderful. Well, thanks for having me. Not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, thank you for your time. I'm grateful for your energy and for all of your positive vibes. Uh, folks, you can check her out. Um, where would you want folks to take a look at as far as for ministries or social media or whatnot? Sure. Um, Facebook. Uh, I'm, I'm more active on Facebook. Kenesha Dumas. Uh, Instagram at powerhouse21. Power underscore house21. Um, Snapchat at power underscore house21. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, even Twitter at power underscore house 21. So, yeah, but Facebook definitely connect with me there. I can vouch. <laughs> <laughs> she does it. Well, cool. Guys, folks, ladies and gents, this has been uh, Style Zephyr and Style Zephyr HD, my wonderful friend, Miss Kenesha Dumas. Uh, keep the faith, especially in dark times. And also remember to stay styled and stay true to you. Until next time, stay tuned.